Hello and welcome back to Ask a Monk. Today I will be answering the question as to what should we do uh, when confronted by <coughs> situations where we feel it necessary to perform violent acts, um, specifically in terms of killing what we deem to be pests, uh, those sentient beings that are causing suffering for ourselves or those around us or are uh, confronting us with a situation where uh, we, we're put in, in some great physical difficulty. So the example that was given on the, uh, the ask.suriamangalo.org was about rats and in this case it's not even a physical uh, difficulty that they're given, they're 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 um, giving. They the, it's a problem with the landlord. So the landlord has given an ultimatum that, uh, the, not an ultimatum, uh, the requirement that the rats be taken care of. Uh, and so the 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 question is what to do at this point. So. First of, uh, first of all, th this question, uh, it, it really, the, the core issue here, uh, you know, in, in, not in regards to specific situ instances, but the core um, theory that we have to get through, get, uh, get through or, or, or come to understand is the difference between physical well-being and mental well-being. Uh, and so the, the problem is that we quite often think more of our physical well-being than of our mental well-being. And we'll often place our physical well-being ahead of our mental well-being, not realizing that this is actually the choice we're making. And that by performing violent acts uh, towards other beings that we're actually um, hurting our mental health, our mental well-being. And so we'll, we'll commit egregious acts of violence against other living beings, uh, se seeking out some state of physical well-being for ourselves or for others. And so this goes for um, a great number of situations, and this could even be extended into acts of war and uh, acts of of, uh, of murder and assassination and so on. And so the question of, of whether it would, would have been right or wrong to murder someone like Adolf Hitler or Osama bin Laden if you had the chance. And so the, the, this isn't exactly what we're dealing with here, but, but the, the underlying issue is, is our physical well-being versus our mental well-being. And so in cases of pests, in cases of, of dangerous animals, even snakes and scorpions and so on, um, we often react uh, unmindfully, not realizing that we're actually working towards our own detriment and and even though by acting in such a way we might further our physical well-being uh, for some time we're actually um, c 
causing a great amount of, of uh, deterioration in our mental well-being. So we we can ask ourselves what, which which is more important, whether it's better that we live a healthy and and a strong physical life with a corrupt and evil and, and unwholesome mind or whether we die with a pure mind and you know, for, for most people because of our uh, inability to see beyond this human state beyond uh, this one life what we call this life this uh, birth this existence uh, because this seems to be all that there is and because we're so entrenched in this idea of the human state as being the ultimate that we, we, we see nothing wrong with committing egregious acts and, and even with sullying our, our minds uh, for, the benefit, for, for immediate pleasure, um, not realizing that we're accumulating these tendencies in our minds and, and the mind doesn't go away, that it continues on and there is no uh, end uh, that we might call death or so on. As long as we have these tendencies, they will increase uh, and, and they will ever and again lead us to uh, conflict and suffering. And it, they're, they're actually setting us up for greater and greater suffering, which is quite easy to see if one is practicing the meditation, that one will see that these acts are unwholesome, unpleasant, not leading to positive circumstances. There was a question that was asked some time ago, uh, on ask.sirimangala.org about whether it would be worth it to go to hell yourself, you know, for people who under who believe in, in you know, that the mind can become so sullied that it goes to hell, in order to save other beings, in order to to um, you know bring a to to prevent great violence or so on. So if you were to kill Osama bin Laden, Adolf Hitler, someone like this, uh, and therefore were able to prevent great suffering, uh, you know, as the, the idea was to save the world, would you do it? And so the, the, the point here is that by, by, by creating more violence, you know, we're in, a, we're in a state where there is a great amount of violence in the world and there are beings in positions to, to create, to inflict great violence on other beings. And this is um, a result of our accumulated uh, tendencies to perform such violent acts on each other. Now, by increasing those, you're, you're not in any way uh, helping things. You know, the people who die, the people who kill, they all have these tendencies in them. What you do by, in this case, going to hell, or, or in any case, creating unwholesome states in the mind, is just increasing the amount of unwholesomeness in the universe. Since the beings that die, they continue on. The beings that kill, they continue on. And you yourself, by adding to the pot, uh, you, you only increase the tendencies. So the important um, solution, the solution, is to decrease the amount of killing and to teach people to, to, to be patient with, uh, you know, when, when confronted with reve revenge, when other beings would inflict violence on us to be forbearing and to put an end to it. If this is, you know, if, if, if this means my death, then let that be the end. To, to not react, to not uh, reply and, and you know, create this cycle of revenge which actually spans uh, lifetimes. A life is nothing. 
in the face of, of our minds, and our minds continue on and carry these states with them. So this is sort of the backdrop, the, the theory behind what I'm going to talk about here. Um, and and the the basic answer that no, it's it's not right, and it, it could never be a good thing to uh, get rid of rats, you know, to kill rats uh, that are infesting your house, or even to kill parasites or to kill those uh, you know dangerous animals, a snake or someone that's uh, an animal or a, an intruder who is threatening your family and so on. And uh, this is because of the difference between physical health and mental health. And if, if it means that we have to, as a result, suffer physically, and not just our bodies, but our physical surrounding might be in, uh, imperfect, uh, suboptimal, uh, but th that our minds should remain healthy is of far more importance. And if our, if our minds can stay healthy and can stay pure, then it really doesn't matter where we are. And so, so, so this is the, the first thing that we have to get through and we have to understand. Now, so then the question is, well then what do you do if you, can, if you are, um, if, if it is not in your best interest to perform acts of violence, well then what do you do when, when confronted with this situation? You know, here it's not just our well-being, we have a, a conflict with our landlord, for example. And so, uh, and I, I've gotten several questions in, uh, in regards to this, you know, even, even people asking about if you're confronted by a violent person, what would you do? So, there are, I think, three methods that are in line with the Buddhist teaching. There's actually, you could, you could break it up any number of ways, but, but briefly, I think there are three suitably Buddhist responses to uh, this sort of, of situation, whether it be pests, whether it be you know, uh, criminals or, or you know, murderers or, or however. The first is to avoid the situation. Now, the Buddha did uh, condone avoiding those situations that would obviously get in the way of your meditation practice and your mental development. Uh, and, and the examples he used were of uh, dangerous, you know, a charging elephant. You know, if an elephant's charging at you, you avoid it. You don't stand there and, and seeing, seeing, you don't have to, you, you can move to the side or so on. Um, but I think this extends to a lot of things, for instance, avoiding situations, uh, avoiding, in the case of criminals or murderers, you know, avoiding those areas that where you're likely to uh, be confronted with those, those sorts of, of people. Now, uh, in, in the case of uh, of rat infestations. One, this is probably not a useful solution, but it is one solution that we should all keep in mind: is to avoid those situations where a you have a landlord, or b you're living in a house that that is susceptible to these sorts of things. So, uh, I mean, an ideal form of this would be to leave the home and live under a tree, or live in a cave, uh, live in the forest, where you don't have to. Uh, deal with these situations because obviously living in the household life it's much more complicated and you know I, the situation with rats is one that comes up common uh, another one that people talk about is lice well if you had lice what would you do would you not want to kill them 
and so one um, means of overcoming this is to shave your head as I've I, I've heard that actually I'm not sure if this is true or not but I've heard that that will actually prevent the lice from breeding if you shave your head uh, they they won't be able to um, you know, to, to stay there they stay at the roots of the hair and so on so uh, these are just wild examples I mean you could think of many different examples but uh, with with idea with in the case of rats in the case of, of violence and so on you know, we should be careful to avoid those kinds of situations that would only give rise to unwholesomeness you know if you're a uh, um, if, if you're not a strong person, if you, you know a young, attractive woman, for example, you might want to avoid uh, dark streets at night or so on. I mean, not even a woman. If you're uh, a person who doesn't look fierce or doesn't, you know, like me or so on, you might want to avoid those situations where uh, you might get into a conflict. You know, as a monk, I, I sometimes try to avoid those uh, areas where I might be confronted with. Uh, prejudice, bigotry, and so on. I was I was arrested and put in jail a couple of years ago um, simply because I look different. And, and uh, some people do because of their fear. They either um, you know, made some assumptions or else they were specifically trying to get rid of me. I don't know, but I was uh, arrested and put in jail and it was, it was a big deal so would have probably been been in my best interest to just avoid the whole issue and the, the whole situation and and stay in a place that was more um, more accepting so th this is the the first answer I think and and it will work in a variety of situations and it can be employed in a variety of ways just avoid the problem find some way so that you you don't have to be confronted with the situation. You don't have to be confronted with these difficult issues, or you know, try to restructure your life so in a way so that you don't meet with this uh, situation. The second uh, way is to find an alternative, an alternative to violence, uh, and, and there are many alternatives. And I think the, this is a point that I always try to raise with people: is that. Killing and, and violence are not the only way out of a situation, uh, w whether it be with pests, whether it be with murderers or criminals or so on. Often, you know, if, if someone wants your wallet, maybe you just give them your wallet. And that's a way of dealing with the situation uh, mindfully, you know, giving up, uh, letting go in this sense. Uh, dealing with the situation, maybe talking to the person, sometimes that can work with with criminals and murderers it's probably not like, likely to. With pests, this is, a, um, uh, this is really something that we, we spend far too little time on. I was trying to learn about how to get rid of, of termites and, and you know, the idea came up, well when there are termites you have to kill them. So I researched it and I was trying to find some information on ways of getting rid of termites that doesn't, don't, requ doesn't requ that don't require you to kill them. And no research has been done on this as far as I'm aware. Maybe, but there's nothing nothing on the internet anyway. Uh, and and I'm betting that there's very little research been done on this because people don't think. They think, well, w w with, when you have termites you just kill them. You find some way. And there are many ways. They have many neat and, and um, ingenious ways of killing termites. But there's no no one has put any of their ingenuity into finding other solutions because no one's ever thought 
uh, that it, of the importance of it. You know, you, when you can kill them, why would you find another solution? I think this is really tragic because in many cases the solution does exist and it's not very difficult. The solution might be, with termites, might be simply finding a compound that they don't like. Now who would have thought to try to find a compound that termites don't like when you can find a compound that kills them, some chemical compound that drives them away. Uh, I don't know of any, but I'm, I, I haven't had that much uh, experience with termites. I have had experience with other animals, and with ants, for example. People will put out poison to kill the ants. Now, baby powder or uh, talcum powder works, uh, works not as well as poison, obviously, but no, from a Buddhist point of view, it works much better than poison. You sweep the ants away, and then you put talcum powder down in their path. And I'm not sure if it's the scented talcum powder or if normal talcum powder will work as well, but somehow it, it, it stops them. The small ants aren't able to cross it. Even the big ants don't like it because it removes their scent trails. And so they don't go across it. They'll, if you rub it into a plate, rub it across their trail, it'll remove their trail and they won't be able to find their way and they won't come back in that direction. And I use this a lot with ants um, to a great success. Uh, if ants are coming along telephone wires uh, or, or clotheslines or so on, you can put butter on the clothesline on the telephone wire and the ants won't cross butter. Not all ants anyway. I, I, I do believe there are some varieties of ants that eat the butter, but uh, so as an example, there are ways around this. With rats, the example I, I gave on the forum was uh, to use humane rat traps, humane mice traps. These exist. It's a box and you can buy them and, and there's bait inside. The rat goes in, the door closes or the door is made in such a way that they can't get out again and then you take it away to the forest, find some place far, far away and release the rat. End of story. Uh, I do this with with mosquitoes as well. When you have mosquitoes in your in your in your home, in your tent, in in, in wherever you are, you take a cup, you close, you, you you put the mosquito in the cup, you take it outside, and you do this again and again. If you have a closed off space where the mosquitoes don't come, so finding uh, intelligent ways to deal with pests, I think, is uh, incredibly important. In fact, part of me would like to set up a wiki page. Probably, I will end up doing this a wiki page for just this sort of thing where people can post their good ideas for how to deal with uh, situ difficult situations in a Buddhist way. So n not just pests, but also how to deal with you know, questions that you get or, or d how to deal with uh, this sort of person or that sort of person, how to deal with this situation, how to deal with uh, you know so many of the issues that we're confronted with that all people and all religions are confronted with and have to find some way to make it jive with their understanding of ethics and, and practice. So this is the second uh, method, is to deal with it, find a way, an alternative means of dealing with the situation that doesn't require violence. Uh, and one note I'd make on that is that sometimes in self-defense, it is, even according to the Buddha, proper to resort to limited amounts of violence. So if someone's attacking you, you know, to push them out of the way or to hit them uh, enough so that you can, you can run away. Even monks are allowed to do this. We're not allowed to hit someone, but we're allowed to hit someone in self-defense in order to get away. Uh, so if it means that you, you, have to, you have to perform 
some limited act of violence in order to escape or in order to wake up the the attacker or so on or to find a way to change the situation you know even putting the attacker into a uh, an arm lock or whatever if you know karate or you know you know kung fu or some martial arts to be able to change the situation uh, and avoid again avoiding the the greater act of violence then uh, to a limited extent because it's it's not something that uh, that is designed to uh, it's it's not something that is designed to harm it's in self defense and it's designed to allow you to escape the situation uh, then that is that is permitted provided that it doesn't require it doesn't inflict fatal harm on the on the other person or on the other being so so there might be a case where limited amounts of 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 violence done in in not in the intention of hurting or or killing or or seriously harming the other person, but simply in in the interest of self-defense and for the purposes of escaping, might be or or are considered to be allowed. This is a way ways of dealing with the issue. The third uh, answer, which I think we should also keep in mind, and this goes back to what I was saying in the beginning, is to accept and to let go of the situation. And I think the issue of rats and the landlord uh, is an, an interesting example of this because uh, sometimes we have to think outside the box and we have to look outside of our situation and not get confined to a A or B uh, mentality where if I don't do this, that is going to happen. Because Often when we let things go, when we're mindful, when we're aware of the situation, there's a C alternative arises, uh, almost magically, and, and A and B disappear completely. So it, uh, maybe in the case where we're confronted by a, an assault, uh, um, someone, a, uh, someone assaulting us, uh, sometimes when we're mi it can happen that when we're mindful, when we're... Uh, aware and when we're, we're meditating on the situation when we're taking it as a Buddhist uh, practice you know people were saying what would you just say pain pain when someone's hitting you I think yes that's a good uh, it's a, a, a perfectly reasonable response to the situation and can often have magical uh, results where people have have found that suddenly the situ whole situation changed and, and they weren't um, they were no longer the victim. Now they were in control, and the other person was forced, really due to the power of presence, because the mind is such a powerful thing, much more powerful than the body. And simply the presence of someone who is mindful is uh, is really the greatest weapon there is, and it's something that can truly overcome these situations. Uh, so, in the, sorry, in the case of the rats and the landlord, it might be that simply by being mindful and, and you know watching the situation unfold and allowing the consequences if the the landlord says they're going to throw you out then you know you simply say to the landlord I'm Buddhist and I don't kill and and so you know do what you will and if it means that we have to do that we have to you know, come to some sort of conflict and so be it uh, letting things go holding on to what is really and truly important which is your mental health and mental well-being and the truth because it's it's being untrue to yourself to perform violence on other beings when you yourself don't want to uh, to, to feel such violence when you yourself 
don't um, or, or wish for that not to happen to you. So if someone's going to kill you, well, the only reason you'd kill them first is because you yourself don't want to die, and so you're being just as hypocritical as the other person. You're inflicting something on other beings th that you yourself would not wish for. And so it's something that is, is against harmony and is against the truth. It's against reality. And it's going to create, as I said, corruption in the mind, something that we uh, can do much better without in this, and we, we can do with much less than there is already in the world. So something that we should strive to, to do away with rather than increase. So simply by being mindful, by being aware of the situation, whether it be a violent situation, whether it be a difficult situation, whatever the, you know, whether it be a, some a lice or something, you know, even just sticking with the itching and so on, you know, the, the, the pain of having lice uh, should be a part, of, uh, not all of the answer, but should be at least a part of the answer. Of course, we can find other other solutions and something that, uh, stops the lice from from you know, or, or repels the the lice and so repels the the uh, the assailant, but doesn't cause more suffering than than is warranted or, or isn't of the purpose for the, of the purpose of causing death or or, or, or fatal or, or um, permanent dam physical damage or, or suffering to the other being. So I hope this has been helpful. I think this is an important subject and I'm glad to talk about it. I've been meaning to make a video on this subject for a while. So there you have it. Thanks for tuning in and all the best.